Welcome along to episode 35 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and as usual, I'm joined by Kevin and Brian. We are three artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and just all-round shit-talkers. Each week, we take some of The Endless Stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, YouTube, Disney+, wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. Given the nature of these conversations, they're very spoiler-heavy, so just bear that in mind going into it. This week we're talking about all of the trailers and sneak peeks that came out of the Disney Plus day earlier in the week, as well as Netflix's animated series, Arcane. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast and heading over to iTunes and rating and reviewing it. Everything you can do to help the stream is greatly appreciated. On top of that, you can head over to Instagram, at The Endless Cast, where we do illustrations each week and we put up clips and engage with the audience over there. So if you have something you'd like to add or something you'd like to suggest we watch, throw it in a comment, throw it in a direct message. Alternatively, you can email us at theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. i got to mark every milestone that we uh, uh, reach as the endless stream. We are at <laughs> episode 35 this week, guys. 35. That's, that's incredible. It's more actually just impressive when we've done something. <laughs> did he do that absent-mindedly, or did he? We'll call no, it did I have to cut that out? That's why he put that. <laughs> I just had to adjust my 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 thing here. Thirty-five weeks. Why? Why is, is the mic on the thing? That's the question. Why is the mic? Why? Why don't have like fancy setups like y'all? You've got the exact same setup that we have at the table. With a, I have a uh, I have a small tiny table the size of my laptop to which i do this on in my rundown remember when i was doing it on a bedside uh, locker sorry excuse you know and i didn't i didn't sorry make, excuse I didn't for an noise like some some 34 weeks ago i think but um I'm, i didn't happen I'm, 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 I'm annoyed that this is 34 weeks of this 35 weeks of this he's not even joking <laughs> Stop. Um, I'm impressed that we've managed to do this for 35 weeks. That's pretty good. Congratulations. I'm I'm proud of our, our persistence and our consistency. I think we've uh, done a good job. Uh, I'm sure there's a more significant milestones around like the 40s and the 50s. 50 is probably a real milestone, isn't it? But then 52 is a year. So what should we celebrate? 52, right? 52. 52. Mm-hmm. We're going, to, we're going to have to record an episode uh, at some point in advance for uh, whatever release because we'll, be, oh, we'll all be away doing stuff for Christmas. So what you're telling me is you're not going to sit down here on Christmas morning and talk to me about your presence? Um, the guy's I, got no... I would be... He's got, he's got no, no grit. commitment to this, you know, no grit. Just... Yeah, I think what we should do is the... Um, the Thursday record that week, the 23rd. Does that work for you? Is that a Thursday? Yeah. What episode will that be? How many weeks away is that? Six? Let's do let's do some maths. Uh, maths time. I think that would be episode 41 coming out on 41. the 27th of December. Yeah. Six weeks? Episode 52 would be a good milestone. That will be 14th of March. Oh wow! Hmm. So we started this. Um, I went to the escape rooms last night. The escape rooms. 
singular. There is only one. Well, escape Wh- rooms on on a boat. Which is do they have a I mean, brand? Is there like nautical escape rooms? Convicts at SOS and convicts or something escape rooms. I actually don't know which one it was. It was on a boat though, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And we 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 managed to get out with seconds to spare. The other team got out before us. Uh, my girlfriend's on that team, so that's not a surprise. She is superior to me physically and uh, mentally, which we found out last night, which she proved. I've always said it. Last night. Yeah, well, most people probably always say it. It's just news. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Kevin. It must be very disheartening. No, no, that's completely fine. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm okay with it. Someone has to yeah. be, right? Really? And she loves me enough, so she'll, she'll fight for me. <laughs> and I'll survive because of her. Her wit and her skill. She'll get out and come back and get you. Yeah, yeah. I'm real. I'm real. Or now Soft she knows you're dead weight so. and that's, she's going to cast strength. you aside that is, as soon as possible. That is the other option. Yeah. yeah. Could do. I, I do. I, I do tell her that, like, in zombie or life and death scenarios or zombie apocalypse, uh, a partner or child will only hold you back. And I, I don't believe that. I force it in her. So I kind of screwed myself out there. Oh, I absolutely will. Watch any, watch any. I think he said that to her from the sort of standpoint of like, I would leave you. And uh, she's known full well that she could just kill him for meat (laughs) and just, you know, march his body out. Or she'd survive. She doesn't have to worry about that. Yeah, she doesn't have to worry about it because she'll survive. That's actually, that's, that's. Zombie apocalypse. That's a clever solution. She's just keeping you alive and fattening you up for winter. You know, in a zombie apocalypse, you are, you're a resource. And if need be, you can be abandoned. It's like walking with walking Fair, around yeah, with cow. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, that's a that's a tough way to. She's she's vegan. She wouldn't dare eat me. Everybody's vegan um, until the apocalypse. Look, let's get on topic. Big upset last week. Dan Walker didn't leave strictly. Adam Peaty got kicked no. out instead. No. You can't interrupt my flow for this nonsense. Let's go back to the, to the potential zombie holocaust. Well, you know, it's just I think the, the 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 thing that you often see is where people have their followings, you know, and like Adam Peaty's like a better dancer, even if he underperformed last week. But you see, the thing is, Dan Walker's on morning television five to seven times a week and Adam Peaty's just an Olympic swimmer. And I say just kind of, you know, vacuously there because I don't really mean just. It's just that he doesn't have the same profile and audience to vote for him. So who's your prediction this weekend? I mean, Dan should be gone, but he's just got the following. So I don't know. Is he the guy that definitely almost kissed his partner on live telly? Adam Peaty is that fella who got left last week or left last week. Do you think he definitely almost kissed his partner? Absolutely. Or do you think that that was blown away out of proportion? No. He completely forgot himself and was just like, I'm going to go for the smooch. And then he caught himself. 100%. Interesting. Is he a married man? I don't know, but he is, is in it, a relationship. He's in a relationship anyway, yeah. And he's an Olympic swimmer, is it? Yes. See, I think it's funny that the... the did, he just get, did he get caught up in a moment, or it was an insight into an, a lucid affair he's having? You see, the concept of the strictly curse and these dancers all hooking up with their partners is, um, you know, it's an ongoing thing, and it's, it's, you know, tabloid fodder. But I think it's kind of frustrating for him as a person taking notes that the previous week they said, you seem a bit stiff... We want to see some character, we want to see some performance, and we want to see some passion out of you. And he definitely did it. And what happens is he gets tabloid assumptions off the back of it. 
So he kind of, I, th- I think he got like a little catch twenty two there. You know, he did as asked and no. got punished for it. No, because the dance had stopped, the music had stopped, and their faces were very close, which is all part of the dance. And you can literally see his face which thinking, just a little, like, kisser, and he catches himself. The, everything is stopped, and there's one hundred percent a micro expression where he's he. You can see him catch himself literally. And then he, he squeezes her by the shoulders because he was about to give her a kiss and then he, go, and then he, he essentially like, it's almost like he, he gives her a slap on the back instead. Um, he 100% mm. was about to kiss her. I'm not saying there was anything going on, you know, while they're training or anything, but he absolutely... <laughs> the, the lizard brain was got working. lost in it and almost, yeah. It's like, go for the smooch. I'm going to watch it here now. Oh, oh, he really went in for it and then just froze. Oh, maybe he was meant to, though, because he, he stayed very close when he lifted her up. That was a good save, if if uh, not intentional. I mean, it's all in character for the performance. It's not all in character. No, it's not. It's dancing anyways. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They, 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 can, dancing, so I can't. they can be a performance. They can be like coughing and puffing and have their lips right next to each other. And that'd be part of the performance. But you can see he's he's about to go for it and he pulls back. Why, Why did he do that? So he's still on the show. Is that what you're telling me? Aiden? No, he, he got he got voted off. Got voted off. Right. That lift, though, where he holds her horizontal. Did you see that? I, I, I literally just all I saw was the nearest smooch. I saw that. Oh, that's saw the, the most I've seen of, of this season. I don't think it's ludicrous. I think she weighs very little. But there is a... Yeah, at 44 seconds in that video, there's a a lift that is like... It's just... It's just kind of an impressive acrobalancy type of thing. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, wow. Meh. (laughs) Two reactions. Oh, wow. Meh. She she stays like that takes a lot of strength from her. Absolutely, no? would be my my thinking. But stay... Brian, as a person that weighs as much as Katya, is not impressed. He could do that. I could do that. <clears throat> All right. I can't even lie that straight in bed. <laughs> my my twisted bent frame oh. <laughs> around around masses of fat. As I struggle to stretch in the mornings. Fair play to her. Impressive. There's a, a trailer for season three of Atlanta. It's a lovely visual thing, which is what you come to expect from Atlanta. It really doesn't tell you much about what the season is going to be because Atlanta as a show is really hard to predict anyway. It just puts great things in front of you in, in various uh, forms. There was one day I was watching it with like people that I would never seen Atlanta before and I was just like no this is really funny I just want to watch the new episode I thought 25 minutes to subject people through like something they hadn't seen before and it was the episode where Donald Glover played the like the the Michael Jackson takeoff Teddy Perkins it was just an episode of a horror movie yeah it was a horror movie episode and I was like oh I sold it to people and they're like no it's really funny let's watch this fun thing and then it was like the creepiest episode that they'd done to that point Um, what I do think is kind of interesting is 
like the the refrain they keep repeating in the trailer is it's after the end of the world or something like that. So I wonder how much of this deals with what the world's been through in the last two years or if it's just staying on the sort of staying on the you know, if if they had or if Donald or the writers had a, a path in mind, has it been upset by what happened in the last two years? And by upset I mean have they changed direction? Are they addressing, you know, you know, is has Paperboy been in lockdown in Europe for eight months? Be an interesting way to go. The the Matt Damon Dindorky approach. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to predict what what a season is going to be about. Even when they say what it's going to be about, it won't necessarily play out the way you think. I think like they, they gave season two the subtitle Robin season, um, kind of indicating, you know, what period of time and what the stories would be about, but you still couldn't have predicted where the episodes were heading or what they would have been about. The one where uh, Paperboy is getting a haircut, like that's just fucking, and then it gets dark. You know, it's incredible episode and then it gets dark. Sorry, I watched that episode and then just started it over again because I was like, how did, what was this? It was great. It's great. I liked yeah. it. And it, it's still like, it, it feels like a longer episode as well. And it's, it's not, it's, mm. it just gets, it crams so much in there and it's, yeah, you know, so e- even when they tell us what a season's going to be about, I still have no idea what a season's going to be about. So just looking forward to watching it. You don't notice how long it's been since we've had Atlanta, you know, like it's, it's a, we're looking at, we're walking into season three, but it feels like it's been around for five years or more, you know, as a show. I think it has been. Um, it's been around at least five or six years, I think, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, because yeah. we watched in your apartment yeah. at one stage, Brian. It was a very long wait between season one and two as well, so, yeah. Kevin, you watched Venom. Tell yes. us the plot. Tell us if you liked it. Uh, Tell us what you didn't uh, like. I, all of it. Okay, what's what's the story? Um, basically, what is the premise? Uh, got it. Eddie Eddie Brock gets an invitation to talk to Cletus Cassidy, who is facing execution. They have an altercation uh, in in the jail, and uh, Cassidy bites Brock, uh, somehow infecting Cassidy with a symbiote and becoming carnage and freeing himself from prison to where he reunites with his past love uh shriek uh kidnaps uh eddie brock's ex-fiance Anne, and eddie goes after her there's a scene where eddie and venom uh, separate after a fight Venom's at a rave where he stops it and picks up a mic and starts talking to people and people are saying like we love you and he's like thank you and he constantly refers himself as the lethal protector hold on hold on and he refers him as the lethal protector does Venom Um, pick up a microphone yes okay he's and like nobody no like it's at a rave and he just picks it up and he's like talking to the audience like thank you this is great I can't prove any wrong and everyone's like woo yeah and uh, it's just, it's just grim. It's, uh, it's really, really awful. It's an awful, awful movie. And the post credit scene, um, yeah, it's such a. I feel like if it was the MCU did it, I think the Hardy would have been a good choice for Venom. But this is horrendous. It was so bad. 
It's so cheap. It's so bad. I, I hate being that critical of it. It's really bad. It's really bad. It's not even... It's, I don't even think it was that funny in Paris and it was just ridiculous. It just feels like wasting time. It really was. And it's, it's like, I'm watching it going like, the cast of this is very good. Mm. Why are they all wasting their time? I know it's for money and stuff, but it's just, just like, Tom Hardy definitely is better than this. But, it, but then again, is he? Like, did he just get lucky and got a few good scripts and, you know, whatever. But he's done these absolute stinkers. Mm-hmm. Stinkers. It's a pity. I think he likes the idea of Venom or something, but this this constant, like, they really force this lethal protector thing down your throat constantly, and it's awful. Well, they tried to do that in the comics as well. The, like, I remember when I started buying comics from a comic book shop proper rather than going to Eason's, you know, like, seeing... It was kind of funny, like, the first time I went... I don't know how you guys felt. The first time I went to do like an actual comic book shop and I saw modern comics on a wall as opposed to like old things and reprints and beanos and dandies and stuff. And it's kind of overwhelming how sort of 80s and 90s things were, you know, just... I was a man at that stage. They were all... um, They were all... I don't know, you you were familiar with Spider-Man from the cartoons and you had an idea of what Spider-Man was, but it's this surface level early version of Spider-Man. And then I'm looking at Spider-Man here and it's like... There's Kane on the cover, and then there's like Ben Riley's Spider Man costume. It's all versions of things I feel like I know, but are just turned up to 11. Then Venom has a comic, and I'm like, how does Venom have a comic? He's a villain. Like, and even buying that and reading it at like 11 years old, I'm like, this is really trying. Like, you, it, you can't make this villainous guy. Not that you can't, but it is not successfully making this villainous guy a protagonist. It you is. Know, just trying to argue His appeal has always or, been being an alien ripoff you know the shiny yeah. shiny dome big teeth the t- the tongue the jewel it's 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 an alien yeah. and you can't then make that a hero it just doesn't work mm. it's it's yeah. too much of a contrast between the two things and yeah i i i at, le- at least in that form like i know that like the the shalvi era stuff where he's bonded with flash thompson and basically inhibited you're taking away the concept of Venom as a yep. sentient el- element and turning him into a tool set. Yep. But every time Venom is good and people like him and react to him, it's because he is this dread presence that we're just learning about or that the the Peter Parker of this reiteration is just trying to figure out what the hell's going on, what is this, why am I hearing voices, why am I stronger, why is my, why is my emotional state so f- volatile? Oh my god! I nearly killed that guy. Oh my god! It's coming after me. How yeah, do I defeat it's, this? It's, like that's it's the, the body stuff that's horror. Great about yeah, it. The body horror and all yeah. Of that. yeah, and there's one stage where in this movie where Venom detaches himself from Eddie, flies out of the apartment, and he attaches himself to somebody else, and that kind of, and then he kind of just bounces off that person onto another person, a woman cycling by in a bicycle, and she's literally like cycling the bike down the road, like. Ah, ah, ah and shaking all over the place and then kind of just like she kind of like Venom's like you know screaming back or talking I don't even know and then she kind of ends up like evening off and getting back in control on the bike and it's just like it's just oh like it's like what person would, would, would be on their bike screaming after something hit them and then like continuing to cycle you, you know what I mean as in like yeah so it's, it was just it's so cringe it's awful guys it's really bad it's really bad Yeah, I'm sorry. They're, and I didn't care much for the post credit scene. 
All right, tell us tell us the post credit scene. I know I've heard it described. Um, I'm sure Brian has seen, seen it. it yeah. It's many months later. We've talked about it a bit on here. Um, tell us it. Post credit scene is uh, uh, Eddie and Venom are basically it ends with them sitting on the beach chatting away and then kind of like you know going to do more with their power or whatever and then uh, it cuts to post credit scene as them in a room kind of on a bed and Venom's talking about the life he's had and the things he's seen and stuff and if he showed Brock uh, what they were he'd lose his mind so he kind of gives him a glimpse but as he's giving him a glimpse of it it seems like there's some sort of malfunction in the world and kind of he wakes he basically is just like what the hell's going on and he's in a different room i think and uh uh he sees spider-man on the tv and it's like dun 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 venom is in the mcu and venom licks a picture of tom holland that's on tv okay well we'll, <laughs> we'll have to give it a look he licks the picture of tom holland. it they, it plays the TV. it plays yeah. the clip from the end of far from home with um right okay jameson so it okay and he sees that so on it the kind TV. of presents a super powered enemy for him to go after basic, yeah, basically yeah basically yeah yeah ah, okay because yeah. like my reaction well, when you said that was like venom why would won. venom have any interest in him it's because eddie's deal with him is venom can kill anything sort of villainous yeah and, and he sees the he sees the clip that challenge uh, from the daily bugle that's at the end of far from home and then he licks the tv no, so he thinks Ve- yep. Spider-Man's a bad guy. Yeah. So he's got a new challenge. He's got somebody that the world will appreciate him taking out. But see, the problem with this is, right, it's not necessarily Disney now have Venom. It's Sony has Spider-Man. <laughs> and, like, yeah. it's, it's it's like, like is it after this, like, after this Spider-Man movie, are they giving it back to Sony? I think that's the aim, is that they're, they're taking him back and maybe leave the door open for future MCU stuff but for the moment they want to do they want to do their thing they're yeah they're tired yeah yeah well, it's going to be awful oh, do you think it, Tom it Holland really will come back for more I like I think I think had uh, Brock uh, Tom Hardy been cast in the MCU as Venom I would have had f- I would love to see Marvel's interpretation of Venom because the stuff that's in uh, the Venom movies isn't great, and I just feel like Marvel would the MCU would have done something better. Mm. Yeah, I don't want that to creep into. Have, Keep your Sony out, my Spider-Man. Have you seen Cumberbatch was on Jimmy Kimmel during the week? No, right. uh, didn't see it. There's a he's shooting a Western. A very now, strange a potential spoiler. For no way home, in it. Um, right. I won't, I won't tell you it in full. Basically, he okay. he's asking Cumberbatch about no way home, and Cumberbatch is giving him nothing. And then he he takes out a Doctor Strange toy and he shows it to him. He's like, "Oh, here's a toy of you from, you know, as Doctor Strange." And then he says, I got this toy as well. And he takes out a toy and it's and it says clearly on the top of it, it says Spider-Man No Way Home. And it's from a character that we've heard nothing about being in the film. And it's weird that he was given that and that he was allowed 
to show that on air and nobody acknowledges it or anything. It's just like, what this? Now, you know, sometimes toys don't mean a thing, but it's just weird that it's specifically branded as No Way Home. And it's weird that no they're being home. so secretive no about home, so yeah. much. And he was given this, he, he would have had to get approval to show that on air. Absolutely, mm. like, completely. Yeah, of course. He didn't. Pe- he didn't get that toy that's not on, uh, not available. Yeah. Just willy nilly. It's. it's yeah. Well, even beyond really even beyond that, I would wager someone handed him that and said, "Say this." Yeah. You know? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 a big he's a big Marvel really fanboy, so it's just interesting that. Yeah. Yeah. He's a company man. Mm-hmm. He does as needed. He follows instructions. Yep. I, I do love the clips that's of him good. sitting with Tom Holland telling him to shut up. <laughs> I think we got that big leak during the week because Sony and Feige, no, S- Sony and Feige have apparently been disagreeing about how much they should reveal in the next trailer. And I think there apparently there's three yeah. cuts of the trailer and Feige yeah. was all for not revealing stuff. And I think, I think basically the leak was to force, you know, to force his hand and saying, well, it's out now anyway, so we might as well just put it in the trailer. You know? That's, that's why I'm in. That's why I don't want fucking Sony mm-hmm. involved. Feige's got the yeah. right idea. Just let, like yeah, you've twenty years of Spider-Man movies. People and what you did? You have twenty. Yeah, you have twenty. Twenty years of Spider-Man movies. You've ten to fifteen years of Marvel movies at this point. People want to see the next Spider-Man movie. You can sell that with a trailer, and then generate so much hype by what people find in it once they get there. For fuck's sake, stop. They. They really want shit. like an end game level film, but they're really, mm. really rushing it all together. I, I'm not particularly hyped for for this film at all, like because we still really don't know what it's about. It seems kind of rushed. Um, I'm hoping it'll be good, but I mm. think I really think they are forcing forcing a lot in it because they want Sony have wanted to do Sinister Six for so long now but this is the problem that we saw with Justice League and we're going to see with Sony's Sony's agendas here when you say they want an end game level picture yeah they want to skip 20 films worth of building we we want to get there in two films strong narrative and get the they want yeah you cannot get that reaction from an audience in two films yeah they they think that end credit scene and then Morbius uh referencing Venom in the thing with Michael Keaton so mm. they think that's all that's enough yeah it's, it's and like the thing um, is fuck it look it let's, let's talk about that leak though for a second though right the the there were what two three pictures there was I didn't four that pictures that were given fuck. to uh, a, a kind of scoop leaker guy and he he apparently hit a guy called John Campia is it John Campia yeah and he, he, he was given four I images. I saw him with it anyway. And he assumed they were fake. So he posted two of them. And he, he even watermarked them as well because that's how confident he was yeah, that they're, they're then, fake, yeah. basically. Because, yeah, if, you know, if he had thought they were real, he'd, he probably wouldn't have posted them. Just, or he wouldn't have watermarked it so that it would kind of come back to him. So he thought they were fake. So he posted them. And then he got a call from Sony or Marvel saying, who gave you that? So apparently the other two, there's apparently there's even bigger spoilers in the two images that he didn't save. But um, yeah, there was, mm-hmm. have you seen them, Aiden? Or I I saw 
Yeah, I mean, look. We also saw that. that they're out there. I'm just tiptoeing around it for Kevin. Like, there's nothing. The thing is, all of, I'm trying to be careful how I phrase this because I, 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 I want to give Kevin the opportunity to say, don't tell me what's in these images. I, but there's nothing in these images that we haven't supposed. Uh, there's one thing I think. Mm-hmm. I think there's one thing is bigger than the other because it's been because we didn't know the state of it I, I think one of the images we could kind of reasonably assume because the trailer has shown us that uh, Melina and Defoe mm. are coming back so I think we could kind of deduce one of them but I think the other image the reveal in that um, is a bit more uncertain I think yeah I can step out and you can talk about it if you no, want. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna really say more it's just um yeah, yeah. I think the 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 interesting thing about it. Look, listeners can Google these things for themselves. You know, I I don't think there's. But it's did, just Sony trying to confirm some of the. Did chaos you see that the, the assuming deep fake of Garfield on set? No, I did no. not. There was a there was a video going around that they were like, "Oh, this is a deep fake. I made this." Um, but but people are saying like people have come forward and said that's. You, that's not a deep fake um, and it's weird that that came out like a month or two yeah. ago and it's like here's all the reasons why it's actually not a deep fake um, I think Sony have been like intentionally stealth leaking stuff to whip up all this I, I think I think it's been part of the marketing uh, the whole time I, I think it's oh, been them the whole time yeah, yeah it could very well be yeah sure like I kind of like uh, like kind of a hundred percent degree potentially will be because people are talking yep. about it constantly. So whether like the leaks are intentional or not, it's only doing them a favor. I I, I think we're getting the trailer this week anyway. So okay, because I was going to say just give us a trailer that bloody shows these fucking leaks off, so everybody can kind of feel like they, they like you know there's no spoilers going into it. It's, it's out. It's grand. Yep. You know you know what I mean. Like I don't like seeing spoiler stuff, but I don't mind if they show it in the trailer because I'm like. Like that's kind of what that, they that's want how to they want to prime them, yeah, everything. But yeah. I don't want to see leaks. Yeah, yeah. Like that's how they want to show it. But uh, I am, I am uh, excited for, excited for. I am. I actually kind of am excited. I guess I'm just excited to see what it's actually. Yeah, like about. I'm, I'm looking forward to it the same way I'm looking um, forward to fire. to Marvel movies. Anyway, it's just I'm not feeling the same level of hype other people are. Not that I think it's going to be bad or anything. I'm just kind of like, okay, we'll we'll see it when we see it. John Watts has done a good job on the last two films, I think. So, kind of trusting him to. Mm. You know what I do miss a lot, though. Yeah, I mean, is we haven't had an action scene with them in a built-up city with skyscrapers. Like that's the essence of the character. I was I watched. Uh, I watched Homecoming and No Way Home like a week or two ago. And I like them, but I think I think one of the things they really are missing is that that set piece in the city, swinging between buildings and stuff. That is the essence of the character. Yeah, like it's because in 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 the first movie, it kind of ends of him fighting Vulture on the yeah. beach, and the second one, he's at the uh, Washington Monument, which isn't no, that's in the middle of the first one. No, in the second. Se- that's second one is one. in Second Tower one Bridge. is uh, yeah. Gidenhall, yeah. London. I like yeah. the, the good, the yeah. good set pieces. Which, you know, oh, no, I, I do like that. But, uh, they're oh. good set pieces, but they don't feel like. No, you're 100 percent right. We need that the character. We Manhattan need that. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's not Spider-Man without it. And like I, the biggest set piece in this from the first trailer we've seen, it looks to be happening on a freeway. And as good yeah. as the set piece might be, it's just not going to feel like Spider-Man because he's he's not That's he's so not funny. on his own Yeah, like, cause like just, when you think about any 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 Spider-Man video game you play, the first sort of like selling point of it is look how we've created Manhattan. Look yeah. how we've recreated Manhattan for you to swing around. Yeah. And that's what everybody's talking about since Spider-Man 2 on the GameCube where you had the sort of end-to-end Manhattan to swing around. Yeah. I, I, I really hope it's got I one of those. That. Yeah. Because um it's the best thing about the character and it's the best thing about the film is it's those kind of mm. set pieces in in that kind of setting, you know. Yeah, they're great fun. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. Well, hope we get one. Here's hoping they sort that shit out. Cause yeah, like the you're right. There's a freeway, and we see a train through, like Monument Valley. It's very sort of rocky, cliffy, yeah. Um, environment. So that's December seventeenth. I'm still pushing for endless stream Christmas party. Let's go see Spider Man. I, bu- I have a book. I'll be there. I have a book. Then yeah. good. You'll yeah, be there. I'm booked into the calendar. Oh, all right. Okay, I keep saying it, but I just like I love the fact that it's now booked in. All right, um, and you know what? Oh, yeah, it's been booked you in for what? ages. Yeah. I think I'll be free, guys. I think I'll uh, I'll have no big rush to get home for any reason. Okay. Um, That's Disney Plus did a. Uh, <laughs> you all right, Kev? Kev's horrified. Horrified. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. So they they did they put up a fourteen minute thing on Disney Plus. Uh, which like ten minutes of it, twelve minutes of it, are just trailers for stuff that we've watched that we've all year. You know, you've, you've your Loki's, your WandaVision stuff. So they're really, I, they're really. Milking I really that. don't know why they do. That. This is like in a fucking management consulting place where somebody's got to put together a presentation and they just show people all the stuff that everybody already knows. It's like we fucking watch this. We want to see new stuff. No one gives a shit about. Here's what you've seen so far. I fucking know. If I'm watching this little 15 minute thing, then I've obviously seen everything you've shown me already. Why? It, did yeah, this like is somebody in marketing going, hey, uh, I got to put something together. Uh, fucking cut together these old clips because uh, we've got nothing new. So The footage we saw of Captain America, uh, is that old footage or new footage? I have no idea what footage you're on about. Old. You're talk. Well, you're talking about uh, the Hawk. No, sorry, Falcon America, Falcon Captain America stuff, right? Flying around the wings yeah, with the shield, where, where all from the yeah, end, all yeah. from the final episode. Do I don't remember any of it? I thought it looked great. So <laughs> looked great. Yeah. It's for, it's for, okay, it's for so me. Kev's the person they put these okay. together Let's, for. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put this together for idiots who don't remember anything. The the thing of it yeah, is, great. the thing of it is, excited for get. season two. <laughs> The thing of it is, you'll get people that watch none people. of this stuff so far, and they see a big Marvel preview and they watch it, and they actually will go and watch fucking everything. Um, I suppose, yeah, but don't put um, the thing I want to watch yeah. at the end of the fifteen-minute thing. Have, have two separate versions, or give me have some intelligent little marker that lets me. <laughs> yeah, show me stuff I've seen already, and then pay it off yeah. by showing me stuff I haven't seen. Yeah, that's what I like. Remind me of what I've seen and enjoyed before. <laughs> Kevin Bowles with the inflatables in the gutters. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what 
But it is still fun, you know? Yeah. You're not wrong. Why would I want the opportunity to lose? What we got that was new was we got an extended sequence out of Hawkeye that we haven't seen yet. I kind of skipped through that because I'm hyped enough about Hawkeye. Because I'm hyped about Hawkeye. And I think we all are. I think the world is I crying out for Hawkeye. not hyped about Hawkeye. I'm not going to bother watching it. Yep. So there you have it. Um, Gasp! I'm, I'm, just going, I'm just going to reserve any judgment because uh, I really like the actor that's playing Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. I think she's great. Uh, I think it's the one show we've seen where nobody's shouting about Mephisto anyway. <laughs> Imagine if Mephisto comes in this one. Oh, it'd, be, it'd be amazing. Um, you, you like Hayley Steinfeld? You went, I love it. Oh yeah, that's her name. Uh, I might like Jeremy like Renner. I wonder if he's going to have his sleeve. He had a sleeve in by the end of Endgame, didn't he? It's some kind of Grim Reaper thing. I wonder does he have that in this? But um, but I I like the look of it. Like I'm, I I I really am. Like just this looks all right. It looks great. I'm looking forward to it. I I mean they they it's made with the production values that we expect of a Marvel film. He's lepping around the place, he's shooting arrows, there's a big car chase. Now it needs to be good. I need a story and I need those things to tie together well that in a way that carries me through each episode. But, you know, I'm open and optimistic. It feels very After Netflix that we got Marvel show I mean. But like last season, yeah. I, I hope just, I'm wrong, but that's what it feels think. like. It looks very like, here is some shit going on in New York with the street-level dude. Um, yeah. And like, look, look, if that was a proper film, kind of great. But, you know, they've promised us these kind of high-budget things. But in the middle of everything mm. so far, we've gotten two or three episodes that are like, what is this? You know, as much as I like why Loki, we, we made we an episode in the middle here? with fucking... Very set bound and felt very TV. The Doctor yeah. Who bullshit episode. We had the same thing in WandaVision. Yeah. We had the same, the same thing in Cap and the Winter Soldier. And yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There was an episode or two of that. And it's just like, what's going on here? This feels very. You can, you can put these sort of deep breath episodes in the middle of your series. But in this day and age, please put all the episodes up so we can plow through them and keep going. And it's not Rather even that the episodes are slow, it's just they feel very their... TV in in places, you know. Um, you know, once once Falcon and Winter Soldier got the, the opening scene in the the canyon out of the way, and like that, that truck action set piece didn't work at all. And then it didn't really have a good set piece after that. And it didn't, it floundered it didn't make a bit. S- I, yeah. I'm going back to that truck. Why did he run... Yeah, no, it's... Why did they secretly try and board the trucks by boarding the truck in front of a driver? That's what I'm saying. Like, they, it is they they might they might have a comparable they might have a comparable budget to a, a film, but at the end of the day, they're mm. they're making a lot of mistakes that TV series mistake make. And yeah, yeah. I, one division was good though. Yeah, if you, if if the tool set you have at your disposal for making media is a tv tool set if we up the budget you still think tv yeah if that makes sort of sense yeah your the solutions your brain come up with are still tv solutions uh i don't i don't know how pumped i am for the guardians galaxy christmas group thing or not at all an agatha an agatha tv show 
Like, I kind of feel I like... I it could be interesting. I like Catherine Hahn. I think... And that character does have a lot I like of her. I think they're, I think they're building up to a kind of Midnight Suns thing because there's a, a Midnight Suns game coming out. And mm. I think yeah. I think the Harkness TV yeah. show is going to tie into Blade and Moon Knight. Okay, yeah. cool. And Black, Black Knight. Knight. And, yeah. and Moon Knight, yeah. yeah. And the Black Knight. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what that's... Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I, I'm okay with that then. That's fine. You do see them. They're very good... They're very good and have a long enough sense of vision that unlike Sony who want to do it in two movies, you see them go, uh, here is Spider-Man and Friends with an episode that has Ghost Rider, Moon Knight and Blade in it five years ago. Now let's start the production cycle that gets a video Are game. we not being cheated a bit where we, we used to get introduced to... We used to get a Thor movie and an Iron Man movie and a Cap movie, and now we're getting a, a TV show to introduce a lot of the a lot of the stuff they're building towards. We're not getting movies to build them; we're getting TV shows to build them. I think they would argue that they're getting, you know, more time to introduce these things, and that it's, it's they don't a, necessarily it's need thing. time. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I I had this thought run through my head yesterday. And I kind of half wrote it down, and then I thought, you know, like, this this bears further investigation, because I don't know if it holds true with subsequent generations, but, like, I always parallel what Marvel have done in creating their film universe with what they did in creating their publishing universe, where they released one book and then introduced the next character in that book, and they all tied... They tied their comic books together through the 60s in the same way that they've tied these movies together. So you can very much parallel... They, they, had, a, they had a model in publishing for how to approach their film. But looking at that, you can then look at the dozens of spin-off comics and characters that ran for two issues, three issues, had a mini-series, got put back on the shelf. You don't remember this, you don't remember that. How many people have a great concept of what Eros is as a character and his angles and his agenda and his personality? You know, he's there. So we have all of these things out there, but the things that keep you coming back to your comic shop and buying your books monthly... And wanting to buy that additional weirdo character or oddball character is the fact that there's always a Captain America book, there's always an Iron Man book, there's always a Thor book. These root characters for the universe. And we don't have them in the same way anymore. You know, like how long can this sustain if I don't get to see Tony Stark rock up in an Iron Man suit eventually? If I don't get to see, well I suppose Thor is still about but if I don't yep. have these root but things that bring me back to I, what I love, Iron initially. Man was never that I don't know, maybe popular anyway in the first place. So, like they made those characters popular, yeah, with those films. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's a fair point. And um, is introduce introducing us to them via TV show. Like, if if we get the team up movie, let's say they do a Midnight Suns, and that's the team up movie, but we're introduced to all the characters through it. TV show rather than getting the the bigger the bigger big screen approach is that the best way to is, is the best way to sell us on Moon Knight as as good as the TV show might be is the best way to get us clamoring for a film um, giving us a TV show first I, I don't know when they announced these TV shows with these characters that are lesser known my first reaction was brilliant going to get to see these characters i love these characters moon knight doesn't doesn't seem like he has the following or the or the the 
the call to actually get a, a, a standalone feature film. But now that we start to see it, I'm like, look at it. It's fucking cool. And it's Oscar Isaac and there's great angles on it. This should be a well-made two-hour movie with, like, I don't know, standalone sense of direction and, and, and art and cinematography. And I'm sure that it'll be there to a degree in the show. But, like, I'm moving slightly onto the concept that there is a Moonlight trailer amidst these clips that we saw. As cool as it is seeing the back of the guy, like, punching... Um, you see this cape, you see the arm raising up and down and just repeatedly punching somebody unconscious. It was awesome. But it's it, amazing. As we're following him into the room and the light is swinging and there's clearly been a fight that gets us up there, I thought of the Daredevil hallway scene. And it's like, right, we're at the end of a, you know, a camera follow sequence thing, which we've kind of seen. And we saw in all of those Netflix shows, they all wanted to get their hallway scene in. Punisher ended up doing it as well like mandating a set piece of a certain type and it's like mm, is, would this have been the approach if it had been a movie mm. I have no point I don't know if I made a point there I'm just talking uh, I think the moon I think looked cool yes uh, well, I'm biased uh, jumping across the building he that was a fair old leap he took I like it but that's that's the one shot where I'm like, oh, looks like a little CG rubber. Not even, <laughs> not not even a great pose as he went across. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> wasn't wasn't even a nice pose as he went across the moon. Um, I thought it was a great pose as he went across the moon. I agree. I'll take from it that Oscar Isaac is kind of was he the voice in all cases there? Like we're dealing with the multiple personalities of. Um, Mark Spector. Mm-hmm. Multiple aliases of Mark Spector. Well, there's different versions uh, of that. Like in in the yes. in the earliest Moon Knight stuff, it's aliases. But as they went on, they went actually it's a you know yeah. mental illness personalities. Yeah, um, no, it's definitely in this in this is definitely a, a mental illness. Mm. Gail Garcia Bernal is playing that werewolf thing. character as well. They're introducing uh, Jack Russell. No, the werewolf one. I think they picked the other character. Oh, the the, the, the yeah night. the werewolf by night was Jack Russell, which was a silly dog name for a character. Um, but there is another character who was werewolf by night, and I think that's who Gail Garcia Bernal is playing because they didn't want to call a character Jack Russell. He's play he's playing that character Dog Alsatian. Yeah, yeah. Mad dog. Okay, so do you think do you think one of our first episodes is going to be Moon Knight fighting werewolf by night? No. <laughs> no. no you see the 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 Shalvi Warren Ellis run is the template for the episodes or let me rephrase that should be the template for the episodes let's just get six cool creepy standalone episodes of Moon Knight I don't need to learn that much more than that, that. Um, we do Except see that good chunk of Hollywood money we do see a shot of him in the white waistcoat shirt and gloves but it looks it looks like he's been a waiter that night or something and somebody's attacked him rather than he's dressed as Mr. Knight in the suit in the same yeah, way that Captain America wears the silly costume and then you know they they World War 2 that shit up afterwards you know it looks like he's going to get into a fight on a train in this well now I'm just paralleling Joker in my head where he has the fight on the train and then he goes off and descends further into madness 
You're excited for Moon Knight, though, right? That's what you mean there. Yes, incredibly. Extremely biasedly so. Mm. So it's going to be bad? It's going to fantastic. Oh, okay. It's going to be brilliant, yeah. The other thing, then, is She-Hulk. They know what they're doing. It's not a, it's not a clever observation. But the opening credits are like the Law & Order, LA Law kind of titles. I like the title card. I like the title card a lot. Mm-hmm. It I looks... hope it says uh, executive producer Dick Wolf at the end. I was thinking more David E. Kelly. Did but, we get to see? You know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I hope it's not a procedural. It looks very procedural. Yeah. I doubt it. <sighs> with a little bit of um, with a little bit of Hulk in it. Yeah. See, people do love that that run where they just focus on the like the lawyer bit and forget the superhero bit. I think that would be a waste of special effects, though. Yeah, she looks uh, good. She looks awesome. Okay, Kev's just watching it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't realize this show actually like her. They don't show her face. Why? Why? Why do you put things in the chat at all, Croft? <laughs> I know, right? Um, I was busy last night, and these things came out very late. And uh, and then uh, I was like, made aware that we saw like, <laughs> very late. Um, I was busy. I was entertaining yesterday. I had guests. I have a life. No life, but the endless stream. Oh God. Um, but uh, I was going to say, okay, so that looked cool. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo's in it. That's awesome. And his arm is healed. Did you notice that? Great. No. It's so good. I'm happy for him. It makes me happy for him. She looks great as She-Hulk. That's going to be so cool. Yeah. Um, what, what was I going to say to you? Uh, did we get any other kind of like teasers like that? There's one for Miss Marvel. Moonlight. Got She-Hulk. Marvel's <laughs> Fuck's sake, Kevin. He sent he sent you he sent you the individual pieces of news and then he sent you a one video that had all of it in it, twelve minutes of which you could skip through. I watched that. I remember Captain America looked great. (laughs) You might want to go back and watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier and just remind yourself of it. We now pause while Kevin looks for Kamala Khan. Did you see the little... I mean, all it is is like a two-second bit of video of Samuel L. I suppose the picture does as much. First, you can imagine. I saw that. Uh, yeah. It's basically the picture. Put it I saw picture. that. Yeah. But he does a little... Uh, is, it, is, is, it, is it worth me watching out, looking at the Miss Marvel thing? Like, is it enough footage to watch? Yeah. It's about as Something, much as yeah. Moon Knight, I think. Yeah. yeah? It's like it's like, she, yeah. it's like She-Hulk? Yeah. Yeah. Did you link it in our chat? I can't find it. The video that he gave you. It's 12 minutes long. You'll have to go to YouTube if you want to break out the specifics. I, I, I feel like I'm triggering something here, Aiden, and I think you need to check your privilege, actually. Are we triggering you or are you triggering us? I feel uh, like I've upset you, and that's not my fault. You feel that your actions that have caused me to be upset are not your fault. Yes, they're yours. He's gaslighting you. Brian. Me or him? I'm so confused. He's gaslighting Which you. Which of us is being gaslit? No, no, no. You are. Trying to watch this ah. thing. Well, their costume looks awful, but... Well, that's... That's going to change. Yeah, that's a... That's a, that's a kid's kid costume kid of whatever. Some, yeah. That's the Into the Spider-Verse moment where he puts on the... 
the Stanley purchased Halloween costume and goes to a rooftop yes. to try and fly. Um, yes, yes. But uh, okay, that looks good. Not much in it, but looks good. Yeah. X Men ninety seven. X Men ninety seven was announced as coming to Disney Plus. A special event, nineties revival of the X Men series. The minute they announced that, a whole bunch of animation professionals that I either follow or tangentially follow on um, yeah, just, just Twitter announced. started saying, I'm directing on this, I'm a concept designer, I'm a storyboard artist. Do I need to go back and watch no. the original X-Men series to try and figure no. out where that yes. ended? Yes, yes, yes. Should, yes. should we do yeah, an X-Men remember. 90s rewatch <clears throat> and talk about it yes. on here? Yes, yes, that sounds amazing. Uh, Apparently, you know, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all excited for... <laughs> oh, oh, oh like that's that. something new um what was i gonna say uh you know i'm all for x-men 97 but you know i want to see where that madam web story goes are we ever gonna find that out this is true that spider-man series presented that like i, I see a lot of like retconning afterwards where they're like you know we were clearly ending the show and we just wanted to like present this idea that the story went on and it's like no you didn't you left us all in a fucking cliffhanger. We all thought there was going to be more of this show. And no one communicated to us that that's the end. All it needed was a title card in the end that said, thank you for watching for X amount of years. The series is over. You know what I mean? So this will be non-MCU. X-Men 97. Interesting approach. So what? What? what's a prediction for X-Men 97? Is there any? Uh, oh God, once they don't go into the Phoenix stuff again. Just, just be better be, than uh, Invincible, please. Shots God. continuing to be fired. <laughs> Poor Al Invincible. It's trying. I don't think it is. Well, that brings us then. That brings us then. Spider-Man Homecoming. No, freshman year. Spider-Man freshman year. That's going to be MCU. Is, that, is Tom Holland going to voice it? Um, Good question. But it is going to be MCU canon. That's interesting. It's going to be canon. Yeah. Yep. So it's going to be what he was up to before Stark finds him in Civil War. See, a TV series needs to throw villains into the mix. It can have villains? So if it's... It can, but if you're telling me it's canon, those villains are going to have to be considered because they're going to carry over or not carry over or, you know there'll be some degree of presence or reference or whatever in the films going forward. And I wonder how that ties into what Sony has on Spider-Man. Hmm. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting that there's two animated shows and one is canon and one is not. That X-Men show isn't out until like 2023, which means an X-Men film is at least, I would say 2025 at the very earliest. Probably later. Do you know what? That's a fair point because they really do, like I said it to you a minute ago, they establish what they want to establish in the cartoons Mm -hmm. because an X-Men cartoon, if they get, if they build enough hype on X-Men 97, they are revitalizing the previous series. They're saying forget about all this Bryan Singer stuff. Original properties. Remember this version instead? This is, yeah. Yeah. Get people interested in the It brings viewers back to the 90s animation. Because they can release 20 episodes of X-Men 97 and that's going to bring an audience to the other 50, 60 
90s X-Men cartoons. They like they've they've a built-in mm-hmm. God damn, that's clever. And by the time that gets aired and watched, you know, you've got eight-year-olds that by the time it comes out are 10, 12, and we'll go and see an X-Men movie in a cinema. Yep. So our, our Wolverine castings need to look a little younger. <laughs> yeah. Because it's going to be who's, a while. It's going to be hot in four years' time. Timothy Chalamet. He'll have gained 80 pounds to play some superhero. Too tall. Be really hairy. Is he tall? How tall is he? Oh, yes, the boy is six foot one. (laughs) (laughs) He's six foot. Have you been reading any comic books this week? I didn't. Did you draw anything interesting? No, no. This week was a little bit hectic. No, not really. I did watch Catastrophe. Oh, yes. Okay, you were saying. So this is uh, Rob Delaney and... uh, Yeah. Uh, Sharon Horgan's TV show uh, there's four seasons of it Channel 4 show mm-hmm. about a what a kind of one night stand that turns into a pregnancy and a relationship and a marriage yeah and other kids um, yeah basically if if it's a it's it's kind of half Irish written you know um, somebody got in touch about before about talking about Irish stuff this is this is very mm-hmm. Irish Uh uh, in terms of the characters and all the kinds of stuff. They try to pronounce the name Wirren. It it's Wirren. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, it's really, really funny. It's 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 quite uh, puzzling the old heart strings at different stages and it can be quite dark. But uh, excellent, excellent, excellent show. So good. Um, and uh, yeah, I would encourage people to go out there and watch it. I think it's getting a bit of a, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it's getting a bit like more popularity now. People seem to be... Um, I could like I've talked to a few people who have been like, oh, I've just watched it, or I'm watching that now. So it must be kind of out there in the ether, and people are kind of picking up on it and watching it again. Which means maybe we could get some sort of, you know, I don't know, Christmas special or season five would be great. But uh, it's a great show; people should watch it. The last thing Carrie Fisher did, actually, I think she was coming back from the UK, going to LA, where she suffered cardiac arrest. Yeah, I think she, it ran out of a... good material about halfway through. I think it should have ended sooner. I think a lot of the appeal was based on a particular delivery of comedy and scenarios and they ran out of those kind of fresh scenarios pretty quickly and it it was kind of frustrating to watch past that point. Oh. Um, I don't think it was that strong all the way through. I agree, you're wrong. It became a slog to watch a bit in places. I loved it personally, but I'm very easily pleased. I think a lot of shows like that amp up drama and like conflict a little too much in the kind of you know trying to be very real and very funny and I think sometimes they don't strike the tone that well I know what you're it saying and I, I, I think the there's a thing season, where there's a thing where like British comedy or drama or whatever else gets a lot of like uh, critical acclaim and part of that is the limited nature of it the two seasons of six episodes was a pattern that sort of held kind of historically Um, and I think I think it's been slipping a little bit and like Catastrophe would be you would be happier with a solid 
bulk of something called catastrophe if it just had two seasons of six episodes it'd be done you know um, there's scenes in it where there's people arguing like oh there's there's some sort of conflict that's kind of stirring up and then it blows up and then it's nothing and it's almost like they just kind of manufactured this kind of drama and tension yeah you know you're shouting at each other over nothing and it's like yeah so yeah so they they could have this big outburst and that somebody might say something you know horrible and biting but also kind of funny but particularly in the last season there was just moments in it i was just like what's what's the point of this conflict what's the point of this question of like where they're going to work or you know like back and forth it just it's a lot of drama for the sake of drama i think Mm. Maybe 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 it's maybe it's watching too much of it in a row, but yeah, no, I did too. But I think it lost me from around the second season. There was just Mm -hmm. there's a lot of funny stuff mined out of like really awkward and real scenarios, and then I think I think the humor worked best when there's these real embarrassing awkward situations that they can like point at, you know. This is actually there's a there's a comedy to this to the mm-hmm. the horribleness of the awkwardness of this, and there's a genuineness to those kind of moments and observations. But I think they ran out of those, right. and they kind of became a bit more contrived, and the humor doesn't land the same way. And like you were saying earlier, Kev, it ends on a weird note. It's it's yeah. I it's yeah it's a it's 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 kind of like i love i i, I like to show i i, I, really I did it. too I it's just it. I, I kind of i don't know is it that i watched too much of it in a small space of time but um it yeah i finished it in like a it, week it was kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like being around a couple having an argument at a certain point it's just like i am gonna leave the room now because this isn't funny anymore this is just toxic um <laughs> Yeah. yeah, some of some of it definitely was like I I found it really interesting. Like in terms of they're they're very endearing characters, both of them. But they're they're like I know it sounds awful, but like they're both yeah. horrible people. They're both uh, she catastrophe. Is, yeah, they're both very selfish, uh, and that's even like and that's why I kind of like what I hated and liked about the ending. Um, I'm not gonna go into the ending too much because I think uh, it's one of those ones where I, you know I don't want to spoil it because it is i i think it's like we're watching for people but uh if but yeah it's one of those things where it kind of shows how they're both incredibly selfish and it's very uh anonymous uh, in terms of you know how it goes but uh yeah like i like i like kind of some of the banter i think between them was real uh you know like representative of of couples and stuff but um but then there was times where yeah it's just like their fights would like, would escalate and like yeah it was horrible you'd be almost cringing going like oh please you you should have stopped talking like 20 minutes ago dude you're elevated this scenario or whatever you know just accept her apology she apologized her way but um but uh yeah i liked i liked some of it i oh, sorry i liked that i liked kind of the characters how it's in it one, in one way they were kind of like they are shitty horrible <laughs> like vapid people selfish people but uh very endearing and i i really liked them i thought it was cool i thought it was good where can people watch catastrophe uh, Amazon Prime, check it out. Catastrophe, it's very good. I can't, uh, you know how long it took me to Google that. Let me tell you, I, I, it starts off so strong. It's very good, but uh, I think there's a bit of a dip. It kind of, it did lose me a bit, but I would still recommend people check it out. Definitely. Yes. Also, I saw somewhere, uh, maybe maybe 
uh, you know, we were talking about maybe watching some more Irish stuff. I didn't see somewhere on the old internet, could perhaps be in TikTok, about an Irish movie of where some fella gets a young lad to help him dig holes because he's trying to find a woman he accidentally buried called The Dig or something. Uh, it's meant to be, not to be confused with a different movie called The Dig or or whatever, but uh, it's meant to be pretty, pretty good. So that could be something to watch. That's uh, starring Mo Dunford, right? Irish section. Don't know, buddy. I don't know anything about it, but I thought uh, it sounded like a pretty freaky, cool premise. Um, yes, Mo Dunford is the lead character in my short film Nightlink, and I believe uh, that is 2018, directed by Andy Tohill and Ryan Tohill, written by Stuart Drennan. After serving 15 years for murder, Callahan returns home to find Sean, his victim's father, searching for the body. Callahan soon realizes the only way to get rid of him is to help him dig. Jeez, that's mm. rough. Um, didn't know that was the thing, but yeah, but it could be. It's meant to be good. It's meant to be good. I'd, I'd, I'd watch it. I don't know where to watch it, but I'd watch. Will it. Will we watch it for next week? I don't mind. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'll happily be in watch Dublin next week. Will you be in Dublin next week? I'll what, be in Brian? Dublin next week. Yep. See, you can watch it with wow. Kev. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, 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 how long are you coming um, for? Coming up Saturday, staying Saturday night, going home Sunday. Oh, wait, okay. You're going up Saturday? Um, yeah. Okay, now I'm just doing a planning thing. Will we record Thursday? Can do, yeah. Let's talk about Arcane, which was uh, the the to watch this week. Um, from Riot Games, based in the world of League of Legends... Netflix animated event thing nine episodes or twelve episodes they're releasing them in batches of three it is absolutely gorgeous it's beautiful I don't know if that's something that stands for everybody who's watching it I don't know if we'll come back ten years later and go this looks really dated but it's a it's a type of painters painterly character design style that I absolutely love it makes me think of the characters in um I played like an iPad version of Trials, um, that video game, and the little like character pop-ups in the world and stuff were there. I always loved the painterly style of those, and it makes me think of that. It's gorgeous. Um, I noticed the voice of uh, one of the enforcers is clearly Avasarala from The Expanse. So, you know, watch The Expanse, guys. The Expanse is great. Sorry, you're breaking up a lot of my end here. Um Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Or are you just trying to get me to shut yeah. up about the expanse? No, 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 no. Uh, you, you're breaking up. I, I, don't, I don't know what you're saying. You're breaking up loads. What are your thoughts, folks? Kev, did you get a chance to watch the three episodes or? Uh, now, <laughs> did we decide on this before? Yes. yes. <laughs> did you get a chance to watch any episodes? Well, I don't remember that. Oh, no. No. I watched some Cowboy Bebop. Okay, we'll come back Have to you? that in a moment. Some Hold Bebop. on. Hold on. Hey, we'll come back Give to me. that. Yeah. Yes. I watched a couple of episodes and it is all I'm going all to right, say. We'll come is, back to it. It's excellent. Okay. Um, I So when this came out last Sunday, I watched it and it didn't really sink in. And I watched it again yesterday. And in terms of the story and stuff, it hasn't really landed. But I'm definitely going to try again because it looks fantastic. It's. I, you know, it's it's the kind of thing that you know I'll, I'll bitch about Invincible, 
and his production values and stuff. And this is like, I think each episode is about 40 minutes long and it just looks, it looks like, you know, concept art brought to life. It's just moving. It's this kind of gorgeous steampunk world. Um, I know nothing about League of Legends though. Like absolutely nothing other than it's huge in the world of pro gaming. Um, yeah. But it, um, there's a couple of like League of Legends, um, I mean, World of Warcraft, but like there's a couple of these sort of like, I don't even know if that's an MMO or if it's a fucking just an expansive RPG. I don't, I know nothing. Um, it's, I know that it's like one that people refer to of like, do you play League? You know, and it's like, it's that ubiquitous to a, a whole yeah. wing of the world. But I, I don't know. It's beautiful. Um, have have you connected with it? Have, have you kind of engaged with it, or like in terms of the story? So I'm two and a half episodes in. I like the characters. I don't in in the three episodes that they've put on there. I have no sense of what the story is yet. What the goal is. No sense of yeah. what the scope is. Like if I knew if I knew it was a solid nine episodes, I'd know. Right, we have to build into X and we have to build into Y. But I feel like I'm three episodes in and I don't have an angle on it. I do see some promo art of Powder as a character who looks significantly older. And I'm like, right, are we about to take a big time leap? Mm-hmm. You know, in, in what's going on? So I don't have a solid sense of where we're going at all with yep. it yet. I'm trying to like keep the faith on it that like something where the production standard is this high. Um, is going to um, you know find its footing or, or be sure of its uh, direction um, there'll be a new episode out again this Sunday so I'm, I'm going to give it another go on Sunday like I'm right. I like enough of what I've seen to stick with it as opposed to kind of looking and then going no not for me um yeah. Yeah, and again, Haley Steinfeld is in it again for Kev if he gets around to looking at it. I I wonder, do I, you know, particularly when it comes to something like this, when it's like uh, when I know nothing about it, like you know, if if Hawkeye is weekly, I know enough about the world and the character, so I can kind of tune in for, you know, thirty forty minutes a week. But when I know nothing about the world and you're still drip feeding it to me. I mm-hmm. think part of me is kind of like, I'll just watch all of this when it comes out because, yeah, I wonder is that part of it in, in it that I know nothing about the world. I have no context. Or I have no inclination of where it's going or kind of what world it's set in. And then the fact that I've got to wait a couple of weeks for each episode. Yeah. I I mean, it's doing, it's doing a good job of making strong characters for um as i forget people's names kevin and pa- brian powder, powder, <laughs> powder and v powder and v um varon is a cool uh, archetype you know because he does kind of fall into a category of sort of archetypes we're seeing they've all they've all got their place and it's, it's very um they're establishing it all well it's just i need i need a goal or I need a like who's my antagonist you know because broadly 
broadly so far, the people that I'm I'm rooting for both sides. I'm rooting for the people in the overworld that are trying to figure out the magic shit. I'm rooting for the people in the underworld that are trying to get more respect. The guy who is the uh, the most aggressive that we've seen with the sort of mutant character and the dodgy eyeball, um, like his ambition still seems to be about respect for this underclass or this this the the people being sort of ignored or sidelined or or made feel less than but i don't have a um overarching you know antagonist in the overworld that we should be looking to if it's going to be that weird funny little orange character um it's 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 going to be silly i think you know he he just well i don't know he he looks very silly that that's um, until he, he suddenly turns huh he's gonna squanch it he squanches that's what he reminds me of (laughs) it looks like he's about to like i've been around for 300 years and i'm gonna like hulk out yeah he's gonna squanch it squanch it that's exactly the the battle of blood gulch will incur you know (laughs) the the scene where um the young professor is rescued by the mage is gorgeous it has to be informed through like a long history of game development. Like how long has League of Legends been a thing? Has League of yeah. Legends developed from like a 2D JRPG to the point where it's mm, not sure actually. Like there's definitely but, some top down stuff looking at it here. Yeah. Um, Riot have always had like an amazing team of artists. Shady company, but they hire huh? they hire very good talent. Uh, initial release October 2007, um yeah it's pretty like it's like painted cg top down um it's the whole game like that yeah i just i don't i don't have that antagonist yet to to sort of i haven't established where my parameters are that mage scene was great it has to as i say be informed by the the magic and stuff that we see in the video games um the the trans the teleportation thing that they do where it's like it's like 2001 that those 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 color planes passing them by is yeah it's it's kind of like the teleportation effect that they they've introduced at the end of Eternals as well there was a new kind of power there I don't know if you noticed that there was those kind of color bands before they came out zipped out yeah wonder what that is yeah must check that out. Two thousand and one. Yes, sorry. When Eros walked onto the yeah, yeah, the ship. Yeah, um, oh, they gotta fix Pip. They will. They, they will. Yeah. They better. They do. Yeah. It's interesting that like I'd heard the leak of the film before we got that first trailer, mm. and it said the end scene had Pip and Eros in it, but. There was no mention of who was playing them. And I wonder, was it just previs or like th- that was the thing when I was telling you that, like I've read leaks and stuff and I was talking about the end credits scene. I was like, they're introducing Eros, which is pretty big given that the connection to Thanos, you know, and mm-hmm. like, who's going to, who's going to play mm-hmm. the character. Um, and they said Pip the troll was there as well. And I was like, I wonder, was it just a previs scene or. I know I'm, I'm, I want to stay on arcane for a minute because it's something. Yeah. yeah we, sorry. We've, 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 um, <laughs> We've resigned to talk about it a bit, but like I, I really don't have much to say beyond it's absolutely gorgeous. I just needed to 
give me a point but, going but that, forward. That's it. It's it's three episodes in and it's still setting the scene, I think, you know. And I'm a little um, nervous that that's going to have to reset when they jump into the future and Powder's older. Yeah. But that that's the thing like we don't we won't know until we until we watch it and it's just I just I fucking really hate this drip feeding content stuff because the only reason to do it is to sell ads like it's i've heard people say like oh it's to keep the conversation kind of going and it's, it's like it doesn't it doesn't at all like the, it's, the, it's those conversations were built around the, tv schedules and stuff and it's it not just necessarily about keeping the the selling of ads though i suppose it is but it's like no but like the, what, what they, i mean they is they that, need people that, to keep that, a subscription for more than one month yeah but that's why they do. you fucking churn out content <laughs> you make content mm. Um, Netflix are still dominating this streaming field and yeah. that's the model they've employed and and the only reason to do stuff like this is because you don't have enough content essentially and I, I've seen people saying like oh you know I prefer to kind of take it in this way and you know the conversations going on for the space of weeks and stuff it's just it's bullshit it's just that's an old model of of watching and digesting stuff and it's built around ads it's built and it like though those water cooler conversations they wrote tv specifically to have those beats because they're they're going to take four breaks between an episode of fucking a 20 minute show 22 minutes mm. and they 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 deliberately wrote stories based around we got an idea here so we got to end on this thing or that thing yeah this idea that it's it's a better way to kind of watch stuff it's just it's not especially yeah. when the stuff yeah. is shot and it's ready to go fuck yeah. off you're you're paying your monthly subscription drip feeding stuff content. out is yeah i yeah. i there's a there's a i can't remember where i read it. it it's it's some book i was reading and it's david simon talking about the challenge of making television versus the hbo model where you know you have to write a script where a uh, the height of dramatic tension is reached every 15 minutes to bring people back mm-hmm. after yep. a commercial break and it's just a a, a, a a crippling way to try and write anything um, yeah. with any broader nuance. You have to arrive at a emotional high point or moment of tension, drama, or query that brings people back after a commercial break once they've seen an ad for insurance. Some of the animation is a little over-egged, um, I don't know if you found that. I find, you know, like there's some scenes where um, this is being crazy picky. I guess in the in, in to a similar degree that Brian can be picky about Invincible, but there's some acting choices in there where like they're trying to they're trying to convey conversation or intent or moments without language, but characters are just doing like these like like s splined like little like head bobby things and fist clenches and big reactions on their faces like I think it would have actually just been easier to just go where's your sister and then he looks at the doll rather than like a whole silent sequence and then him look him realise him gasp you know there were too many beats in the performance similarly the 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 scene where the guy almost gets cheated out of his trade if you remember that scene in the bar where we see Varen as this sort of arbitrary role um, he's just 
animated within an inch of his life every moment is a movement every you know uh, and it is in relation to cowboy bebop i saw somebody just talking about the stillness saving movement for when it's necessary um or when it actually adds something to it as anime in um, general though yeah but this is this is a little like the other way over egged where you know like there's even a point in the opening sort of scenes where they're carrying out this robbery where mal i think was the character's name um goes to just look at something on a shelf and rather than just leaning in and looking at something over a shelf there's a big lean back and then less curved shape in his body and he sort of wiggles in to look under the shelf and it's like the animator had fun but it's a little like I don't know if it's if it's in style for the show and the animation director is happy to or the 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 series director is happy to have that be the energy that's carried out throughout the whole show it's just sometimes I do wish they'd pair it a little bit back just to my taste I think we talked about uh Klaus as well and they yeah. do talk about on the production of that about what a joy it was to have this sort of free reign and creative whatever for the animation to be able to go a bit bit, bit buck wild with it but one of the things that bothered me about it was it's just somebody should arrange some of this back because there's big anticipations and big follow-throughs and big secondary and tertiary reactions and it's it's like per per my taste pair some of this back and it'll be a little stronger um but that's me being an asshole who is precluding myself from work in the future by talking smack (laughs) on the work of my betters so I'll shut the fuck up. You watched Cowboy Bebop, Kev, did you? How much yes. of it did you watch? Um, like maybe four episodes. From the start? Like the red eye and yes. whatnot? Episode five is a good one. You need to watch episode five. Um, so I've, I've had it to rewatch episode four now before I go into episode five. I don't think I've finished four. But uh, I love it. Like the first episode, Jesus Christ, brilliant. The music is awesome. The music is so good. The music is amazing. I don't know what it is. It's like kind of weird jazz, future jazz, Japanese jazz or something. It's excellent. It's really, really good. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like the characters and everything in it. That scene, that scene uh, at the end of the first episode where uh, the lady kills the fella who's mad on drugs in the in the plane and then she gets kind of like hit out of it and all the drugs go flying out of her belly uh, because she was faking her pregnancy and it was all drugs. Um, that was that was some dark stuff. Like Spike sees her like killing the guy and embracing him, and then like kind of you know herself or whatever getting uh, killed and stuff. But uh, yeah, as much as stuff. there's like Western yeah, and stuff. jazz tropes in it, like that's so, so film noir as well. You know, they just mm-hmm. like the tragic criminals. Their, char- just their characters were based like on Banderas and Hayek in Desperado as well. So and you can see it. On that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's very cool, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Anyways, like, from what I've seen so far, and I do want to watch more because it's like I said, there's only a couple of that, like not a huge. There's 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 one series. Watch it through. Bebop is coming soon to Netflix. We'll watch that live action. Um, that's just a drop, right? Are they are they doing week to week on that? I think that's all at once. Yeah, I think it would have to be because yeah. I think they I I I reckon they would lose people in a week to week basis on this based on what we've seen so far i think their best shot with this is get everybody to kind of the the worst mindset for blockbusters is get everybody in on weekend one before they have time to tell anybody it's not good you know um yeah episode five is a great one kev actually it's um it it 
okay. bit of backstory to the characters that introduces the uh, main antagonist. Um, it's a good one. It's very good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was enjoying it so far and it was very cool. Um, the dogs in it, which is Dying. great. Yeah, and you've got the movie as well then to watch. The movie the movie's yes. great. The movie between the last two episodes? Uh, between... It? So I think it's... Is it 25 or 26 episodes? Basically, the, the last episode is a two-parter and just watch it before those last two episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, watch it before the last two episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm looking forward to finishing it, to be honest. Um, Demon Slayer, that's on Netflix now, is it? Has that always been on Yeah, it's Netflix? been on it for a couple of months now, yeah. All right. I heard it's good. I heard I great know. things about it, and I couldn't really get into it myself. Um, so, some lovely yeah, animation I, in it. I'll probably but, go back and check it out again, but I'd heard people raving about it, and it's made by one of my favorite animation studios, but... Uh, the like the animation is is gorgeous in it, but the manga that it's based on probably not my thing, really. But mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. Uh, it's just I wanted to. I we should. I, I should probably finish my hero Kate Damia that's on Netflix. Uh, watch that, and then I will, like I'm gonna finish Cowboy Bebop, and then my hero. I don't get to watch a whole lot of anime. Uh, we're not a huge anime. I would waste maybe but, on uh, do my like hero because. I think that's only half of the first season or something. I can't remember that there's, they should, they, sh- they should be oh, adding yeah, that okay. later. And there's, there's a kind of an arc in the later episodes. That's quite good. Um, but it's not yet okay. on Netflix. So I would watch. I'd prioritize Bebop. I think we are at the end of our agenda for today's podcast. The thought that popped into my head while we were talking briefly on Eternals there was something that I forgot mm-hmm. about last week, which is, is this the only Marvel movie with a sex scene? Yes. Yes. That was a that was a moment in the cinema where I went, this isn't graphic, this isn't gratuitous, this doesn't go on too long, but we haven't seen the like of this in a Marvel movie. That was surprising. Did, did uh, they get away with it because like, it's two robots? Doesn't bother me. Not real people. I think they got away with it because it was, <laughs> it was two people smooching with, done. With, with their shoulders undressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was like, like as in, like it's it's as there like, was no see as much in a TV yeah, there was show. no hip thrusting. There was yeah, yeah. Just there was a little bit of bare bare shoulder smooching, shoulder boobs. Yep, uh, the film. I I have to say actually, the director standing by it and not cutting out the gay kiss is good. Uh, not pandering these com- countries that want to ban it because there's gay kissing in it. It's like fair. Don't then then you don't get it. You know? Yeah, I I yeah. I just thought Screwed we were out, man. Of, Screwed up. Twenty first point where that's not an issue, right? Yeah, twenty first century. I I just like I know it sounds whatever, but it's like I don't care. I don't care for it. Uh, if you're not a country that is progressive enough to acknowledge that that's just a part of life, uh, fuck yeah.